This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Welcome to the Tipping Point Show. I'm Jimmy Evans. And I have a special show today because Dr. Mark Hitchcock is joining me and we're going to be talking about some current events, some incredible things that are in the news and we're going to be answering your questions. And so I'll introduce him in just a second. Let me say thank you to everyone who was a part of the Tipping Point Conference. It was fantastic. We had such a great time and you can still get it now in times.com. You can still get the full conference, uh, the one that we live streamed and you can watch it for up to 30 days. And so it's going to be a, it was a fantastic conference. Thank you for all of, I, I got to meet a lot of you there. It was great to meet you, but thank you for coming. I hope you had a wonderful time. All of you who were there physically, also all of you who live streamed, there's lots of folks all over the world who live streamed that event. We're going to be doing it again next year. So you can go ahead and get your tickets for next year if you want to on endtimes.com. I'm honored to have joining me today, Dr. Mark Hitchcock, and he is a regular contributor here on uh, Tipping Point, and he's also the senior pastor of Faith Bible Church in Edmond, Oklahoma. He's a brilliant theologian, and he's written over 30 books on the end times. Mark, great to have you with me today. Yeah, great to be with you. You did a great job at the conference. I thought your message on 2 Thessalonians was fantastic. I hope everybody that didn't hear it, I hope they'll be able to get to hear that because it was, 2 Thessalonians is such a phenomenal text. It is. Related to the end times and you broke it down so beautifully. Well, thank you. Yeah, there's a lot of unique stuff there, you know, about the removal of the restrainer and uh, the, about the rebuilt temple and also and, and about the Antichrist. So, yeah, it's a very unique passage. So, yeah, you know, that's what I do here at the church. I go through passages of the Bible every week. So I thought at a prophecy conference, it'd be a, you know, a good thing to do. Just take yeah. a text and go through it. So I, I enjoyed that. Well, you're a theologian, you know, and you've written over 30 books on the end times and you have a such a mastery of the topic, and you know, for everyone, you know, it's just good to hear it laid out so carefully so that we can understand it. So we're, we're gonna talk about some issues that are in the news, um, and there's some st uh, unbelievable, you know, I keep thinking every week, you know, I'm gonna run out of things to talk about, and every week, <laughs> I look at the news like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So this is, this is uh, the, the article, the title of this, and this is Prophecy News Watch, is how a cashless society is a precursor to enforcing the mark of the beast. Now, this is amazing. Let me read some of this article. Joe Rogan is a comedian, podcast host, and UFC commentator. His podcast, which I do not endorse with the rank language he often uses, and I'm reading from the article here, has over 15 million subscribers. He's a major influence in our culture, influencer in our culture today and an unbeliever. A couple of weeks ago, he had a guest named Duncan Trussell who is a stand-up comic, writer, and actor. Surprisingly, they discussed for quite some time how a cashless society is a precursor to enforcing the mark of the beast. During his program, Joe Rogan asked, how long before we're a cashless society? Trussell responded, hopefully forever. It is so scary to imagine losing privacy completely because every transaction is in the public eye and is observable. Mm. This is where I get scared because it is too, too similar to the mark of the beast. Now these are two unbelievers talking. Yeah, sure. It's too similar. That's amazing. Two is uh, he says it is too similar to exactly what the Bible says in the book of Revelation. You won't be able to trade. You won't be able to do anything unless you have the mark. Unless you bear the mark. The, this response led Joe Rogan to say, "How's the mark of the beast described in the Bible?" I think we're onto something here. Rogan then pulled up 
the Bible and read from Revelation 13, a section that describes, describes the coming false prophet, a kind of second in command or the lieutenant of the coming Antichrist, who is going to make an image to him. The, influential, the influential podcast host read the, this entire section live on his broadcast. This is a well-known unbeliever talking at length about the mark of the beast, reading the book of Revelation, making this connection between a cashless society and the rise of the Antichrist. On the heels of that conversation, the new Amazon One technology is about to go nationwide. And then it goes on to talk about all the different cashless mechanisms mm. that are coming into play at ballparks, at grocery stores, and all the things like that. Isn't that amazing, Mark, that Joe Rogan and this and his guests will be talking about the mark of the beast? What is it? Just shows how there's there's just kind of this collective sense out there that people have that where this world's headed and we're getting near closing time. You know, I thought it was fascinating. I listened to that. I don't listen to Joe Rogan all the time again because of what the person said. You know, a lot of his stuff's a little, yeah. bit, a little bit rank, but he, I, I listened to that. And one of the things I thought was fascinating is he even was trying to pronounce the Greek word karagma which is the word for Mark. And he was trying to figure out, yeah. you know, what that word means. And, and I think somebody must have, must have, uh, um, you know, texted him while he was talking there. And he, he kind of gave a little bit of that, but then he talked about how, you know, like it's a tattoo or a brand or, or something like that. So yeah, it's just, you know, out there in our world today, you have pe people who don't even know anything about the Bible at all yet. They, they know about this yeah. idea of the mark of the beast. They know about this coming cashless society and, you know, it's something they're openly talking about. It's just, it's just another, you know, kind of indicator of where our world is today. Well, I'm very excited to announce that we have a pastor school that's coming up October 10th to 12th, right here in South Lake, Texas at our XO Marriage Center. I want to invite you to be there. I've done these pastor school now for many years and I love teaching church leaders. This is for senior pastors, pastors, church leaders of all type, how to have a healthy church. That's what we're going to do. We're going to be talking about church government, philosophies of ministry, assimilation, how to bring new people into your church and get them assimilated in, how to take care of yourself as a leader and many other topics. Now, this is a small group that we're going to have. It's under 100 people. It will fill up very quickly. And so if you're planning on coming, you need to sign up very quickly. And so under 100 people, we're going to start on Tuesday night and we're going to have just a meet and greet uh, around think, four o'clock in the afternoon. My son Brent and I are going to greet you. And then we're going to take you on a tour through our XO Marriage Center. And then we're going to go eat dinner together. Then the next day we have teaching from nine to four with a lunch break. And then the final day uh, we have that will be on Thursday uh, from nine to noon. And then we'll we'll be finished there at noon. So this is a this is a day and a half conference. We'll begin on Tuesday night with the meeting greet, then a day and a half conference. We're going to have a lot of sessions teaching. We're going to have a lot of Q&A. This is very interactive. So this is not all just teaching at you. They'll be teaching, but there'll also be a lot of Q&A and a lot of interaction. And that's why we're keeping the group small. So this is going to be beginning now on Tuesday, October 10th, October 11th, and October 12th through noon on October 12th. I want to see you there. If, if you're a church leader, you need to come and you need to sign up very quickly. On You can go to pastorschool.com to sign up. It's $299 a person, but if you bring a group of five or more, it's $199 a person. You can bring your whole team. You can bring your whole crew if you want to, or you can come by yourself or just as a couple. And again, we've done this for many years and churches are transformed. It's just, you know, I've, I've pastored for 30 years, if you don't know that. And the church that I pastored grew from 900 to over 10,000. 
uh, during the time that I pastored, and it was a healthy church. Now, Pastor Jimmy Witcher, he's coming to teach at pastor school. He still pastors that same church and is still a healthy, thriving church. We want to teach you how to do church. We want to teach you how you can succeed. We have a session on finances, leading through the finances of your church, how to be a financial leader at any level that you're at. So this is going to be a very practical time of teaching you the things that we know and also answering your questions. If you have something that you're dealing with, come and we'll, you can ask a question and we'll, we'll help you with right there where you're living. Pastor School coming up October 10th through 12th right here in South Lake, Texas at our XO Marriage Center here. I want you to be there. Go to pastorschool.com to sign up. God bless you. If you understand the implications of a cashless society, it's terrifying. Oh, yes. Because the COVID told us that, you know, the, the uh, dictatorial, di- di- dictatorial nature of much of the government. In fact, the world government today is dictatorial. The World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, the United Nations, they want to dictate to us. And this is an article, and I think you've got one like it there. UN's vision of the future, one digital ID to rule us all. And I'm reading from the article now. The United Nations recently published three new policy briefs to provide more detail on certain proposals contained in our common agenda. The UN Secretary General's vision for the future of global cooperation that will be decided at the summit of the future in September 2024. These briefings, a global digital compact, reforms to the international financial architecture, international financial architecture, and the future of outer space governance sets out a chilling course for the future. Among the proposals are a new apex body in charge of the entire financial system that will enhance its coherence and align its priorities with the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development. This could, according to Secretary General General Antonio Guterres, be done through a biennial summit between the Group of 20, Economic and Social Council, the Secretary General, and heads of international financial institutions. This will further integrate the G20 with the United Nations into a body that can be described as an economic security council. It also seems like a perfect nest for the apex predators that run the international banking system. A vital part of the agenda is also a digital connectivity and the establishment of a global digital compact. This can be described as a cybernetic organ consisting of a digitally connected network of people, entities, devices, and things that can easily be directed by those who run the system. And then goes on to talk about uh, the last of this article, a digital ID can help unlock new opportunities, but can also introduce risks and challenges that can be used to undermine human rights, for example, by enabling civil society to be targeted or select groups to be excluded from social benefits. This is the mark of the beast. Hmm. I mean, this, when I read that, the UN in conjunction with the G20 and international business leaders are coming into a digital global compact Mm -hmm. and they will decide the values of the financial system and who can use that financial system. That's right. And China, China already has has all these things in place, too. So they would join with that easily. But, yeah, there's an article that I I ran across the same thing. It says G20. uh, Then they met in in, uh, India just this last week, unveils global digital currency plan. And that says that G20 leaders agreed to build infrastructure for digital currencies and IDs. So along with these IDs, you have a digital currency where they're able to you know, track your money, trace your money, uh, control what you spend. Um, your money is expirable. 
But it says at G20, the G20 summit in New Delhi, leaders from the world's leading rich and developing nations have agreed to a, to a plan to implement digital currencies and digital IDs. This comes amid concern that governments might use digital currencies and IDs to monitor their people's spending and crush dissent. Well, that's exactly uh, what, what the point of it is. So, you know, people already know what it's about uh, before it even happens. But you know, they'll implement then probably something like China's social credit score, decide how people can spend their money. Yeah. Um, so all of this, you know, coalescing, you have these IDs, but then the digital currency along with that is exactly what they need. And it's, it's a lot easier to control the world economically than it is militarily or politically. That's exactly so right. So the economic fa uh, feature of this, and that's why it's called the World Economic Forum. You know, it's about economics, yeah. that they want economic control to begin with and these global IDs. And once you have that, then basically you're able to subjugate really the, the entire population of the world. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Absolutely. Well, the World Health Organization is trying to get a treaty passed that would give them global governance, uh, not the elected leaders. This would be over the United States, over all the countries of the world. If this if this treaty goes through and it's supposed to, they're trying to get it through by 2024 and I'm going to have Michelle Bachman, uh, former Congresswoman Michelle Bachman on the show here in a few weeks. and We're going to be talking about this, but everything is looking forward to global control. Mm -hmm. The World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, the G20, the United Nations, they're all talking about digital and, and the World Health Organization is talking about a digital passport. That you can and that you can't get around. You would not be able to travel unless you've been vaccinated or been boosted or whatever. They'll they'll make the rules, but they can unilaterally come into any nation and declare an emergency and shut them down, yeah. shut the schools down, shut the businesses down. It's, it's unbelievable. Well, you know, and you mentioned the year twenty thirty. You know, it's it's yeah. interesting how much that how often that date keeps popping up. You know, climate change, uh, people are saying that, you know, 2030 is the year it's going to be irreversible. Kind of to use uh, the title of your book, that's the tipping point. You know, the year, 20, the year 2030 <laughs> yeah. is going to be this climate change tipping point. Uh, there, You know, just this week, you have, this, you have Saudi Vision 2030. You have the Agenda 2030 of the World Economic Forum. You have the, the 2030 Agenda of the United Nations. You mentioned that date a bit ago, and I, I think you know. There's even Egypt Vision 2030. Everybody seems wow. to be have 2030. Everything that's out there, it's all happening by 2030. I just think that's interesting. You have this date that's out there that all these these key uh, issues are tied to. The World Bank has called for uh, all the countries in the world to implement universal health care by 2030. Uh, the World Health, wow. health Organization and UNICEF want uh, global access to uh, basic sanitation. Which certainly we're all for, but they want that by 2030. Yeah. So you can just go through and put in 2030 and just find out all these different agendas that really coalesce around that year. It's interesting. Why, why that year? Why has that year been picked? Well, that's, that's very interesting. You know, this can't go on forever. The technology, the world events, Iran, Russia, you know, you look at all the things. 
it's, it is coming together. At some point, it's going to let go. Uh, Ray Kurzweil, by the way, Mark, he's the chief engineer uh, for Google. He said by 2030, humans will be hybrids. Hmm. They're looking at by the time we get there, that we'll begin to interface. It, it will be common by that point. Well, you know, Elon Musk has Neuralink, yeah. the chip that goes in your head, sure. which has some good uses, Parkinson's and that kind of stuff. But he also wants to put that in children's brains hmm. and to link them up to the cloud so they can be educated dramatically faster. And so there are some very, uh, you, you put that together with AI, that's hmm. a pretty, uh, you know, a scary kind of a deal. 2030 is seven years from right now. Mm -hmm. And so it would, it would be it'd be interesting to see, you know, if by 2030 we're in the tribulation or you know getting close to the tribulation or something like that. But but everything, everything is coming together and everything is getting worse. Hmm. I don't see anything getting better, including the church. Right. Now there are places uh, in Iran, for example, there's a revival in Iran. But you look at the church in America, we're struggling. We're, right. we're losing members. Sure, you know, people are turning away from God. Yeah, the, I thought it was interesting that the speech that opened the UN General Assembly this week, Antonio Guterres, who's the UN General Secretary, he opened the 78th session of the, the UN General Assembly, said the world is becoming unhinged as geopolitical wow. tensions rise and the world seems incapable of coming together to respond to mounting global challenges. So, you know, the world's becoming unhinged. Well, we see that, but the world's incapable of coming together to respond to these challenges. Well, one of these days after the rapture, the world is going to come together. And that's what that's they exactly want. Right. And that's what they're seeking and desiring. And of course, it's going to happen under one man with all the all these uh, you know, IDs and, and, and central bank digital currencies and all this control. So I thought that was interesting. I mean, here this man is saying we're, the world's unhinged. And uh, that's exactly yeah. what we're saying. And that's kind of what Joe Rogan was saying as well in some ways. Yeah. Hey, thank you for joining me for Tipping Point today. If you want to see the entire podcast, go to endtimes.com, become a subscriber for $7 a month. We would love to have you be a part of our family, the Tipping Point family. And we have an entire community that comes together, prays for each other. They comment on the podcast and the articles and everything. We'd love to have you be a part of that. Get all of our podcasts, all of our articles all week long and the full Tipping Point show. Go to endtimes.com for $7 a month, become a subscriber. God bless you.